Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com Welcome to Cavs HQ. I'm Mike Snyder, along with Cavs legends Jim Jones and Campy Russell. Glad to have you with us as we actually are moving, I guess, into a, a new phase of the Cavaliers franchise. A couple of gentlemen that certainly have been through so much of it. Uh, Campy and Jim with me today. And I know I've been part of it as a fan growing <laughs> up here. and We've seen so many stories of the Cavs over the years. And a new chapter is about to begin as a, one chapter did come to a close last week. Guys, we're going to get into all of it from LeBron to Colin Sexton. We'll look ahead to the Cavs this offseason. We'll reminisce a little bit over the next hour. And we are glad to have you with us, Cavs fans, wherever you may be, as uh, we hope to have some fun today as well as we look back. And, guys, you, you know, I – when, when the word came down that, uh, that LeBron had made his decision that he was going to go to Los Angeles, uh, certainly, I think, as a who I am, I was disappointed to hear that, wanted him to stay here. It's been a terrific four years. And really, when you think of it, 11 years of his career with this organization. And, uh, yeah, I, loved, I don't know if I was angry, but I was certainly disappointed, Jim. And uh, But, you know, he was a free agent. He didn't break any laws he didn't force his way out so uh, he earned that right I guess to make that decision which he did yes he did Mike you know it was a negotiated point between the player association and the league uh, part of the collective bargaining agreement uh, and to get to that point somebody had to give up something in order for that you know for that uh you know you know for that thing to happen uh, and he just exercised it and he exercised it before when he went to Miami so you're looking at a guy who uh, if you're on the outside looking in, was looking to control his own destiny. Not like the old days. You know, back in the old days when they had Wilt Chamberlain and those guys, they were regional drafts. So if you went, like Wilt was from Philly, mm-hmm. so he went to Philly, mm-hmm. you know, or so-and-so would go to here. Dave Bing would end up in Detroit, and Dave was a little bit farther down the road, yes, of course. Yes, he was, yeah. But But that regional thing, you know, to create the fanship that was that was necessary for the franchises. But now, you know, Going back to Kurt Flood in baseball, Mike, you know, free agency. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, Campy, he he earned the right. He didn't yep. uh, didn't say, hey, I went out with a year to go on his contract, and he was free to make that choice. Well, Mike, I think you touched upon it when you talked about the fact that he has spent a total of 11 years here. And I think the only way that we can anybody can approach this thing is 
approach it with uh, gladness, approach it with the point that, hey, you know, he spent a lot of time here. He brought a lot of good will here to this area. He put this team in a, in a position to win a world championship. I mean, so from my pr perspective, uh, I'm looking at it strictly as, you know, that uh, he has done all he could do and, and more for this area and for this Cavalier basketball team. And he's had the opportunity to move on, so we have to look at it that way and just be glad that we had the opportunity to watch this greatness for uh, over 11-year period. So uh, that that's the position that I'm taking. That's how I'm, I have embraced this. Uh, that's why I'm not really, you know, disappointed or even upset about it because of uh, what he has brought to this area for a long time. It really has been quite a run, and I, I know both of you very well, and I, I know how team guys you are when you look at that. But LeBron is – he is an exceptional talent. That's yes. you know there haven't been many like him. Jim, you and I have talked about it forever, and, and he makes a difference wherever he goes. The the meter moves with his team. He <laughs> takes it to another level. We saw that with yep. with the Cavaliers here. And there's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, again, when you look at uh, LeBron, you know he's just as, as you just said, an exceptional talent, uh, and he brings people together. He brings the you know he he brings in a winning atmosphere. And he put you in a position to win games. And, you know, he has put us in a position to go to four straight finals. So what else can we ask for? You know, his talent has definitely shown up everywhere he's gone. Yeah. Uh, another thing is that uh, whatever team he's been on, Mike, they're a plus 16 based upon what they were the year before he came. I <laughs> mean, he has a tremendous effect on winning and losing because the only people that I can really think of that had that were the most difficult to match up with would be someone like Will Chamberlain. I thought was like that. I thought Jordan was like that. And I thought Kobe was like that. That no matter what game it was, the third game in four nights, or if uh, you've got the best defender in the league, they could not be stopped from doing what they did best. Yeah. And those are the only guys I can remember. You know, Campy and, and you too, Mike, have heard me say many a time, I just, to me, he's the greatest player to ever play our game. Of course, he's no Michael. <laughs> you know, and it's unfair to Michael too. Because yeah. Michael was a great scorer on the Wilt Chamberlain side. But this guy can do everything. And the impact he has on the game, Mike, was not necessarily in his scoring, but those other things that he did to win. I think you have to also add uh, Magic Johnson to that mix. No, Magic did not score the, you know, the type of points that, uh, you know, all those guys that you just mentioned scored. But um, in terms of his impact on the game, there's no question in my mind that Magic Johnson has to be in that, uh, that, 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 that word as well. And probably a bit of a factor in maybe LeBron making that decision, right? Be yeah, I would think Magic? so. Yeah, I would think so because if you're LeBron, you know, all through his career, you really think about it. Every team he's gone to, uh, there's never been anybody that he could identify with that understood how he really plays. You, you know what I mean, how he really plays. You know, he has to score, and, uh, and uh, he got very good at it, and he liked to score. <laughs> but he also liked to pass. He's the only player that I know of that liked to pass and, but also liked to score, just as – 50-50 now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that means that he's dominating that ball, Mike. And if you can't make the proper adjustment as a, as a lower player of less talent but talent, and you can't make that adjustment, he's very difficult to play with because of you, not because of him. Because he can take you to the fourth quarter. 
And you got to keep your head on a swivel, and you have to be smart enough and skilled enough to take advantage of opportunities because he's good enough to carry you for three quarters. And then the fourth quarter, you know, they, we call it closing time, and he's always been one of the best. Well, we've had a lot of fun these last four years. Really, this show, if you just tuned in, Cavs HQ, Jim Jones, Campy Russell, as we kind of look back a little bit at uh, LeBron making the decision last week. He's now with the Lakers. What a great run it has been. We're going to get the guys' thoughts and some of their memories, the championship year. What was it? Maybe there's one or two memories that they have. Some thoughts about that. But also in the show tonight, we are going to look ahead. The Cavaliers still have a – in fact, they've got kids already playing basketball in Las Vegas in the summer league, and already the organization has started to move forward. So we'll still look back a little bit more, but we're also going to look ahead. It's Cavs HQ. We'll take a quick timeout on the Elk and Elk, Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network. Sure, I can own it. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing. But the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun. One recent photo of popcorn shrimp was hailed as a masterpiece. Come in and check out the camera and everything else on the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. The dual aperture supports F1.5 mode and F2.4 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Your lawn is where life happens, and Cub Cadet wants to help you make the most of it by offering exceptional financing on our lineup of residential zero-turn mowers. From the steering wheel control of the RZT SX zero-turn with zero learning curve to the unbeatable strength of the Lap Bar Control Z-Force LX mower, these mowers are sure to help you bring your lawn to life. Visit CubCadetDealers.com slash Cavs to find your local independent dealer and take advantage of this exceptional offer. Cub Cadet, proud partner of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Offer subject to credit approval. Some restrictions apply. See store associate for details. It's time for some basketball. At the game, on TV, even online. Spectrum TV has over 200 channels available, including all your basketball favorites, so you can see every shot, assist, and block in high definition. And with Spectrum TV, you also get access to the Spectrum TV app, so you can watch a game in any room on multiple devices. Spectrum TV, it's the ultimate slam dunk. Call 844-352-2999 and get Spectrum now. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Since 1913, Dan D. has been providing quality snacks to Ohio families. No matter what your favorite sporting event is, there is a Dan D. snack to enjoy. From potato chips, pretzels, or the original melt-in-your-mouth corn twisty, Dan D. has a snack for you. Stop by your nearest discount drug mark, the official drugstore of your Cleveland Cavaliers, and pick up a bag of Dan D. snacks at a great price. Dan D. Quality snacks from our family to yours. You'll find everything. Suspect a natural gas leak? Dominion Energy Ohio reminds you, first, move your feet, then call when you're down the street. To help you smell a gas leak, a familiar odor like rotten eggs is added to natural gas. Or you might see blowing dirt or bubbling water. A leaking pipeline might also make a hissing sound that you can hear. Call the Ohio Utilities Protection Service by dialing 811 at least two working days before digging on your property. And if you suspect a gas leak, call Dominion Energy Ohio. Visit dominionenergy.com, keyword natural gas safety. Right back on Cavs HQ, Mike Snyder along with Cavs legends Jim Jones and Campy Russell. Glad to have you with us. Cavaliers are into the offseason. Actually, summer league play is underway, and we'll talk a bit about the youngsters who are involved in that. But, of course, the uh, the seismic news of LeBron James and his decision to 
leave and go to Los Angeles to join the Lakers, a story that not only has grasped the Northeast Ohio and Cavs fans everywhere, it really has grasped the nation. I, I think one of the things, guys, we should touch on, too, is uh, his announcement uh, came out, uh, Dan Gilbert, with a very strong message. Thank you for uh, the memories, the championship, uh, remembering June 19th, 2016. Uh, uh, a very strong message from Dan, and that, and that was that was good to see. There was a lot to be thankful for, but uh, in Dan's words uh, the other night, uh, wishing LeBron and his family the best. Yeah, I think, you know, I think it was a class letter. You know, some people thought differently, but come on. <laughs> you know, we got a ring, and, th- and we have an owner who hasn't changed from day one. He's been the Steinbrenner of the NBA. He's opened up his, his wallet and said, do what you have to do to bring us a winner. Yes. And I don't, can't be, I don't know many guys that would have many owners. I don't care how many billions they have, especially when at that time he didn't know our game. Yep. Uh, would, 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 would have trusted people and allowed uh, our general managers to do what they did. That's rare, Mike. If you think about when Dan got here, to where we ended up in four finals and winning one, mm-hmm. there's probably been no situation like that ever in our league. Maybe it happens in baseball, but it doesn't happen in basketball. Usually, when that owner comes in, he's gonna have he's gonna get beat up for a while, and he's gonna get beat up to the point where he's gonna try a lot of different things. But one thing Dan Gilbert can hang his head on is two things: the the uh, this closing letter, and also the fact that he's always been accessible economically. He's yep. always done what he can't be. The guy's been in a luxury test. In fact, they might even name it after. <laughs> they probably should. Exactly. That's well put. You. The Dan we'll Gilbert, say the Dan luxury, Gilbert test. luxury test. The Dan yeah. Gilbert luxury test. But, but you're so true. You know, I, I know over the years in sports, a lot of times the owner will come in and I, I know this for a fact from general managers in, in different sports. There's a number. You know, yep. they write that number on the board. Here's that number. Okay. Whatever you do with it, that's yours. But don't come to me, you know, asking <laughs> to go over it. And with, and with Dan, as I understood things, especially in these last four years, it's been if it made, if they could sit down and make it and make sense to him, yep. it makes the Cavs better basketball wise. Then he'd go over whatever whatever it, it, well, it took. Okay, okay Mike, it? let me add to that one one point. You know, Dan took a lot of criticism by doing that. Everybody, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. You know, they're in a luxury tax. I mean, that that was a mantra. Uh, for every sports talk show for years, that Dan Gilbert just he just opens up. Oh, the Cavs are uh, fifty million over thirty million over the cap. You know, over the you know they've got to pay the luxury tax. Oh, Golden State is going to be over the luxury tax this year too. And uh, by the time they try to sign Draymond and Clay, they could be <laughs> campy. They could be two hundred to three hundred fifty <laughs> yeah. o- over the luxury tax. Oh, the Lakers. That's the cost of doing business. Well, again, you know, when you talk about Dan, what I look at is commitment. Here's a guy that has been totally committed to bringing a, a championship team here, doing whatever is necessary to make this area be relevant in, as it relates to basketball. So, again, when you look at him, he has been, in my opinion, a godsend as it relates to this area, to being committed all the time, to really get this this team back to – uh, prominence to really put this team in a position to go forward. So when you look at him in terms of Dan, it all goes back, in my opinion, to his overall commitment because a lot of times a lot of owners are not committed <laughs> the way he has been committed over this, these years he's been here. And, and Campy, just to reiterate that point, now they're all doing this. They're all going to go over the luxury tax. 
they've got money, Mike. They got to spend it, right? <laughs> if you don't spend it, the league gets upset with you. Now you've got the the freedom of free agency, and a lot of times, right now, it doesn't necessarily come down to those numbers. It comes down to what kind of player do I need for us to win? Mm-hmm. Golden State, you know, uh, just picked up Cousins, and they picked him up with five point three million. Because they had nothing else left. You see where I'm going with this? And then they've got to sign some guys for the year after. And if Cousin works out and they're in the finals or whatever, depending on their own standards, you know, then they're going to try to sign him. Mike, they're going to be way over. You know, everybody knows that. But that seems to be the <laughs> – But if you win – That's and right. I, and, if you win it all, and, and that's and, what the Cavs did it. here. that's it. It's a formula. And, and you look at the Cavs, and we'll get into some of the, you know, some of the issues that they have. Some things now that their contract, their flexibility isn't is real, real good right now. But that's that was the price of doing business, mm-hmm. of winning that yep. championship, yep. keeping that together. And I think certainly in the LeBron Dan relationship, as far as when when LeBron returned, uh, Dan uh, certainly lived up to everything he he said he would do, and, and nothing was spared to make this thing work in these last four years. And we saw it in guys these last four years, you know. <laughs> and that's the thing when you see LeBron exit. I mean, you, these last four years, it's, it's just been a blast, uh, you, you know. And there's been a lot of drama and there's a lot of stuff where you – did that happen? There's just so so many things happen. There was – and you guys have been around a daily gym traveling as you were, but they still found a way to, to win. They were there every time. Yeah, uh, and that's the key, Mike. I mean, come on, basketball is no different than anything else in life. You know, you're going to have ups and downs. Things aren't going to go well. But you have to stay true to the game plan. And this game plan has been flexible enough Mm -hmm. where we've been able to change our style of play. When Ty Lue came here, you know, and he was a uh, number one assistant with David Blatt, they kept talking about wanting to play fast. And they kept talking about getting shooters. And they kept talking about getting more athletic. Now, all those things have been a process. And those things have come around. But they haven't come around in the first year or the second year or not even the third. This year was the best group of athleticism, outside shooting, and playing with pace that we've seen in four years, Campy. And I think you also have to add, in my opinion, talent to that. Because when you look at those young guys that we picked up, uh, to me, I think that is, that's the thing that's going to keep us moving in the right direction. I know right now everybody's thinking, well, LeBron James is gone, so, you know, the world has, uh, you know, come to an end. But in my opinion, I think the type of talent that we have uh, is definitely going to help us move forward. You know, when you look at our young guys, you look at Rodney Hood, you look at Jetty, you know, you look at Larry Nance Jr., you look at all this young talent that we have um, – you know, Zizic, I believe he's a, he's a great talent, a good, solid player. You know, so we have the talent here. It's just now, uh, just a matter of what type of system are we going to have offensively as well as defensively. Right, we're going to talk more about those young guys. Also get uh, a few memories, too, from you guys in terms of the championship in the last four years. It's Cavs HQ, Cavs legends Campy Russell, Jim Jones joining me tonight. We'll be back after a quick break on the Elk and Elk Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network. Right back on Cavs HQ, Mike Snyder along with Cavs legends Campy Russell and Jim Jones. Looking back a little bit, and also we will look forward to as well for the Cavaliers, but certainly 
the uh, the news of LeBron's decision this week and just the fact that the season just ended a few weeks ago. It's it's been it's been fun playing games into June though. I got to tell you that, right guys? And I, I go back, you know, we we wanted to touch on some memories. I know for me the night that they won the championship, being at the queue, and Jim, of course, you were at Golden State camping. Right. You were, I was here. You were here yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I think I, being here, I, I know people that were there. It was great to be there, but a lot of people also <laughs> wanted to be here where we were camping. That was an amazing night. I remember the queue was uh, was they were working for the convention at the Republican yes. convention, mm-hmm. but the upper bowl was completely full, and I took a break between the end of. Uh, the broadcast and the start of the postgame show just ran out there for a second to see people and just to see everybody. They had the wine-colored T-shirts singing "We Are the Champions <laughs> in the World." Together, I'll never forget that. It was just it, it was just terrific. Well, Mike, you know when I was um, doing the game after we finished the game that night, the biggest thrill for me was after we were finished. Jeff and I would finish on Fox Sports that we had an opportunity to kind of move around the city. You know, driving home. That was the most peaceful, it was the most, you know, I'm going to say the most uh, exciting time for this city. But at the same time, everybody was calm. They were calm to the degree that there was not a lot of uh, disturbance. There was no cars being burnt. There was not cars being turned over. But there was a lot of dancing in the streets that I saw. I mean, where you had people parked at intersections right in the middle of it and standing on top of their cars just cheering and, and crying and laughing and all those type of things. So to me... That was it for me. It was just seeing how this city came alive, and they were enjoying that opportunity that had took so long to occur. So, to me, that was definitely it. Fifty-two years. Jim. Hey, you know, you know, we have dreams. All of us have dreams, and when you're in, and as in as human beings, if one of your dreams comes true, <laughs> you know, take me on to heaven, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that this, and I think that this was a dream for everybody. No one really. You you want to win, but you don't expect to win it, you know. And I'm telling you that that I think our fans were more shocked, even more than they were <laughs> happy, because they were cheering for something they had no reference for. Because most <laughs> right. of the people out there cheering, Campy, and uh, you were out there and you saw them. Mike, they don't remember the last time Jim Brown took with no. the American Football League championship. They don't remember it because they weren't around. Right. So this is a new. This was a new feeling. John and I were sitting up there, and I got quiet, and John carried carried the whole ending, and all I kept thinking about was I want to go home. <laughs> I didn't want to celebrate out there, Campy. I didn't. I didn't even want to talk to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I did talk to Tristan's mother. And uh, Tristan's mother and brother were sitting off to the side, and Tristan had come out of the locker room, and he was sitting over there, and he looked at me and said, J.C., we did it. I said, yeah, you guys did. I said, you deserve it. You it deserve w- it. It was amazing. And, Campy, to your point about the how people were happy that it oh didn't matter. I know I saw the police when we did the postgame show, and <laughs> yes. they were happy afterwards. There, there were fewer incidents probably than a normal. <laughs> now, that was a Sunday night, actually, when that happened. But the parade, that was the <sighs> other thing. To have that many people oh on that hot goodness. day, and there were hardly any problems. The only problem Man. was the, just the mass of humanity that no one could have anticipated, and and that was that was the that was the only problem. But yet people were behaved; they got along, and it was a tough day. The parade took forever, <laughs> and, and yet it was it went very smoothly. And it really did. It, it really did, Mike. The, the interesting thing about that is that we started. At 4 o'clock in the morning. I left home at 4 o'clock in the morning. When I got there on 9th Street and Ontario, or 9th Street and Prospect, 
people were already out there at 4 o'clock in the morning. So I think that was a prelude to what we were going to see. And at the end of the day, I don't think anybody thought that that was going to be that many people downtown Cleveland. Absolutely incredible. I know we were doing a morning show, uh, myself and Bill Wills. We were getting people who were calling, hey, I just got in. I drove in from Chicago. I drove in. It was just amazing. Yep. And I said, I better get down to the queue because we were covering it uh, downtown. And by then, it was already people were lined up. It was just a great time. And we spent some time tonight looking back on that. And I think that's the one thing. And we'll talk a little bit about that into the next segment. But we are going to look ahead tonight. But that certainly as uh, people are down this week uh, with the news of LeBron's department, Archer, but boy, what great memories we have for all of us over these last four years, and especially in 2016, as there were no ifs or buts, right? No. That was it, Jim, right? As you put it, uh, there were no ifs or buts. The Cavaliers had won the championship. This is Cavs HQ coming up. Ty Lue, a new a new set of problems, I guess, for him in <laughs> coaching this young group that he's going to have. But also it's young, but there's some veterans. What's next for the Cavaliers? We'll get into that with Cavs legends Jim Jones and Campy Russell after this break on the Elk and Elk Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network. Countertop Solutions, a family-owned and operated company, is your one-stop local shop when it comes to countertop replacement. As a direct-buy showroom, they carry a large selection of laminate, solid surface, granite, and engineered stone countertops. Schedule your countertop replacement, and your kitchen can have that championship look again in just one day. Stop in to one of their six showrooms in the Cleveland and Akron areas. Call 866-376-TOPS or visit countertopsolutions.org. Driving in Cincinnati and back is not a practical use of time. Ultimate Air Shuttle is the answer. Fly out of downtown Cleveland's Burke Lakefront Airport, park for free, relax in a private lounge, and then walk onto a luxury 30-seat plane. Arriving in Cincinnati in only 45 minutes. One price includes flight, tax, baggage, snack, and beverage service. The way flying should be. Visit ultimateairshuttle.com for complete details and schedules. VIP travel for the cost of commercial. Hey, Dexter. Did you ever find that thingy you were looking for on SmartMart? Did I? I found that and a landscape lighting package with some sweet post lamps and all sorts of electrical services, appliance protection, and repair plans. You can also get your trees trimmed. There's a connected home plan with smart thermostats, electric vehicle chargers, and filters. Oh, do they have filters? There's air filters. What Dexter's trying to say is that SmartMart by First Energy has the products and services you need to simplify your life. Pool filters, spa filters, so Shop now at smart-mart.com. K&D proudly invites you to live at one of the seven most desirable addresses downtown. Residences at Hannah, 668, 1717, Leader, Reserve Square, and Stonebridge. Want to live downtown but aren't ready to downsize? Large, spacious suites at residences at Halley will be available for occupancy in the summer of 2018, offering well-designed kitchens, bathrooms, living spaces, and more. You deserve a K&D quality home. Check out everything K&D has to offer downtown and throughout Northeast Ohio at knd.com. Save up to 65% off closeouts and special buys. Get no interest for 60 long months. And an extra 15% off our already low prices. Plus, have it all delivered free. And to think you almost missed it. The biggest 4th of July sale in our history must end Wednesday. At the Mills. Free delivery with $9.99 minimum purchase. 
The Cleveland Cavaliers and their fans combined to generate a huge win for the Northeast Ohio community during the recently completed 2018 NBA playoffs, once again raising funds to benefit local charities. Admission proceeds to the road game watch parties held at Quicken Loans Arena raised over $500,000 for Cleveland Say Yes to Education scholarships and the Greater Cleveland Habitat for Humanity. The Cavaliers cover all expenses of the watch parties and donate 100% of the admission charges to charity. The Cavs have now generated more than $2.5 million for Cleveland area nonprofit organizations and charitable programs over the last four years of the NBA playoffs and finals. Cavaliers in the Community is brought to you by Discount Truck Mart. Cavs HQ, Mike Snyder along with Campy Russell, Jim Jones. As we move into our second half of the show, we've talked a bit about, of course, LeBron and looking back in the, the last four years and, of course, the championship. But, guys, uh, the business of sports and life is you keep going. <laughs> so let's go forward a little bit here. First off, let's talk a little bit about head coach Teron Liu. He took over in 2016 as head coach. Jim, you touched on it as the number one assistant. Then he gets the job. Coaching change is made. The Cavs were in first place. They make the change. He comes in. They go on and they win a championship. Now the last couple of years, uh, a veteran team primarily, few young guys brought in there, but really a veteran team, which of course is what you, you're going for the championship. Now that's, that's, there are some veterans, but certainly I think at the recent press conference, Campy, you touched on it when, I, when they introduced Colin Sexton. Uh, this is really, I think Kobe Altman said it, we're into player development <laughs> now, aren't we? So this is, this is going to be a different time for Ty Lue, who did seem to really yep. – embrace this opportunity well to me i think it's all about the uh the development of, of these players because i believe that the players that we have have a lot of talent they're young and they need to be molded because in some respects because of how we played here in the past everything was more isolation and and driving kicks i think now because we have an opportunity to move on or reset i think we're going to really see how talented these young guys that we have are because we're going to have an opportunity to develop them in, in terms of their skill set. We're going to have an opportunity to develop them into the, the, the system. We're going to have guys that are going to be hungry, and they're going to want to prove to everybody that the narrative that they have been hearing about there's no talent on this team was not true. And I think as a player, that's the kind of attitude that you have to have. You want to show everybody that you know something, we're going to still go forward here. We're going to still be competitive here. And I think that's all you can ask for, you know, with this young nucleus of guys that we have here. So I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited about the talent. I'm excited about the development. And more importantly, I'm very excited about how this team is going to come together. You know, I know based on a few people I've talked to, the word tank is a four-letter word here for the mm. Cavs. They want to go out and, yeah. and compete no such this thing. year, Jim. Yeah, yeah. I think the, uh, they can be very competitive. Because the style of play lends itself to that, Mike. And, uh, you know, up and down the floor, playing in space, you know, all of those things which those young kids, you know. You know, when you talk about LeBron leaving, uh, the cupboard wasn't bare because of the moves that Kobe Altman and Dan had made to get rid of those seven or eight malcontents, I mean those seven or eight guys, <laughs> and then bring in those three young kids plus a true point guard in George Hill. So when you're looking at situations from now until the season starts and, uh, and other situations, you know, you're looking at what you already have. And you've got some pretty good guys yes. there already, that tremendous amount of potential, that now have playoff experience, finals experience, conference finals experience, you know, on the way 
to the championship. That is invaluable because the pressure is unbelievable. And to put yourself in a position where even if you play two or three minutes, it's not the pressure of playing. It's the pressure of getting to the game and being able to relax and focus. All of that now can be minimized because these guys have been there. And I think when Kobe looked at what he has and Lou looks at what he has, you know, these guys can start on a level that won't be like it's new to them. They'll be able to handle pressure. You know, when, I, when I've always looked at players, the first thing I looked at was can they handle the pressure? Because under pressure, you have to be able to produce. That's the difference between being a finals team and being a team that doesn't make the playoffs. This team is very, very competitive, just like Campy said. I'm excited, too, because I see the potential of giving these guys extended minutes. They know they're going to be out on the mm-hmm. floor. Osman and Zizic, when they were given extended minutes, Campy, they played, they played like yep. starters. That's right. That's right. You know, they didn't miss a beat. You know, we got to get Clarkson together, you know, because the one skill that he has that is rare among young players, he can get his own shot. Mm-hmm. He can get space. He's just got to make the shot. We can work on him making the shot, but the but the key is can he get his own shot? Oh, he oh he can get his own well, shot. Well, I believe he can get his own shot, Jimmy. But you, can, you know? can he make the shot? See, that's that's that was that was the problem. Well, I, I think when you look back at Clarkson when he first came in, I thought he came in very aggressive, mm-hmm. and I think as the season kind of wore on, I think he kind of lost that aggression, and I think he kind of became a little confused yeah. as to how he should be playing. When you look at his talent and his skill set. I mean, he has great size, speed, and quickness. He can play in the open floor. He can play in the half-court situation. If you look at all those guys that we have, they all have great talent. They have great skill. And if we look back at our teams in the past, they were all one-dimensional kind of players. And because now we have multi-dimensional type of players, I think Coach Lou is going to be put in a position that he can expand the offense, he can expand the defense, he can really take advantage of all the great skill set that he has. And you look at Larry Nance Jr., people don't really know (laughs) what type of player this kid really can be. He's good. He has a great basketball IQ. He does all the right things out there on the floor. He plays at a great high level. And when you add all these young guys together, I'm very excited about what I see. Jetty has played very good in Europe this summer played outstanding, and now he's coming back here, and I'm sure we're going to see him uh, here in the uh, in the Summer League playing outstanding basketball. So, to me, I'm very excited about what's going on. And Rodney Hood, we don't know. He is a restricted free agent, so he, he could be back here. The Cavs absolutely can, can match any offer he would get. It was a tough year for him in many ways, uh, dealing with a trade and so forth. Yep. But I know when they acquired him, I know that Kobe Altman was very – high on, on what he could do, and I don't. he just never seemed to settle in this season. Yeah, well, they didn't have enough time. You see, playing with LeBron is a little bit different, <laughs> you know, and you have to make adjustments, and they had no reference for it, Kevin. They were just, <laughs> excuse me, they were just too young, and we didn't have enough time to really get them to feel confident. We knew they were going to struggle. Yep. We knew they were going to play well early because we weren't putting a lot of pressure on them. Hey, look at the game. We go to Boston. We yep. run Boston out of the off the court, the largest defeat of the season. Back-to-back game. We fly from Boston to Oklahoma 
who had won three or four in a row and beat Oklahoma with those kids. Yeah. So the potential is there. Coming back to this season, they know what to expect. Mm-hmm. They're all going to be tougher. Lou will have a complete training camp with these kids. Yeah. They're playing in the summer league. There's a whole bunch of situations that they won't even have to deal with. All mm-hmm. they want to do is go out there and play with their skill set. That's going to happen, Mike. And the way the game is played now, I am so optimistic that they're going to be competitive every night because it's open yeah. space. It's three-pointers, Campy. Me and you talk about yeah. it all the yeah. time. It's the style of play that's made for young players that have talent. Cavs HQ, Jim Jones, Campy Russell. More on the Cavs going forward. We'll take a quick break as we go forward on the Elk and Elk Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network. Save up to 65% off closeouts and special buys. Get no interest for 60 long months. And an extra 15% off our already low prices. Plus, have it all delivered free. And to think you almost missed it. The biggest 4th of July sale in our history must end Wednesday. At the Bills. Driving in Cincinnati and back is not a practical use of time. Ultimate Air Shuttle is the answer. Fly out of downtown Cleveland's Burke Lakefront Airport, park for free, relax in a private lounge, and then walk onto a luxury 30-seat plane. Arriving in Cincinnati in only 45 minutes. One price includes flight, tax, baggage, snack, and beverage service. The way flying should be. Visit ultimateairshuttle.com for complete details and schedules. VIP travel for the cost of commercial. It's time for some basketball at the game, on TV, even online. Spectrum TV has over 200 channels available, including all your basketball favorites, so you can see every shot, assist, and block in high definition. And with Spectrum TV, you also get access to the Spectrum TV app, so you can watch a game in any room on multiple devices. Spectrum TV, it's the ultimate slam dunk. Call 844-352-2999 and get Spectrum now. Restrictions apply. Call for details. If you're a Clevelander like me, Jimmy Hanlon, then you know how many great eateries there are. But I bet you don't know who has the best fried chicken sandwich in the land, the Rustic Grill. The crispy, juicy chicken coated in buttermilk delivers just a hint of spice, cooled and contrasted perfectly by the house-made coleslaw and pickles topping it off. Finish it with bacon and cheddar all housed between a buttery toasted bun, and you will have every foodie's ultimate sandwich. Swing by the Rustic Grill at Stonewater on What Club Drive in Highland Heights. Who knows? I might just see you there. Hi, I'm Katie, a Discount Drug Mart pharmacist. Look, I'm not going to pretend Medicare prescription drug benefits aren't complicated. They are. The good news is, our pharmacists can help you understand your Medicare benefits. We'll make sure you're getting all the savings you deserve. Plus, Drug Mart's $1.99 generic prescriptions for diabetes, cholesterol, blood pressure, antibiotics, and more may be even less expensive than your Medicare copay. The simple truth is, your prescription dollar just goes farther at Drug Mart. Discount Drug Mart saves you the runaround. Welcome back to Cavs HQ. Boy, it's a ball for me to sit down and talk with Jim Jones and Campy Russell. Even during breaks, it's kind of fun with you guys. <laughs> As we, we look back on the Cavs and uh, and really look ahead, too. And great segment there. Uh, you guys talking about the young guys and certain some reason for optim- optimism. And certainly a different roster mix than what we had, Jim, when you and I were covering the games 
when Joe Tate was ill there, and you and I, I was filling in for Joe yes. the year after LeBron when he went to Miami. This is a much better roster <laughs> yeah, that the is. Cavaliers have than they it did is, that. It, it is, Mike, because back then the toughest thing was, because they kept losing the same way every night, every night. was to say something different. <laughs> we were, it was, they it was not easy. <laughs> it wasn't that easy. Was, that was tough. There are some things. Now, we talked yeah. a lot about the youngsters, and I, I do want to talk about – Colin Sexton, too. But there are veterans who are back, from Kevin Love to Jr. to Tristan Thompson to Kyle Korver, George Hill. You have a number of guys, and certainly, I think when you're out of the cast, I don't think this would be unrealistic to say that, hey, they're going to listen to everybody. This is a with a young team. You're, you're, it's not that you're not trying to win, but you are looking at making moves to, to get you know, with a younger direction. So I'm sure that they listen when teams call. But what about that that fit with these young guys and the veterans now, Jim, well, that you have. Uh, and guys who've had uh, finals experience, championship experience, and yeah. the likes of, of Tristan and Jr. and Kevin Love. Yeah, I think it's crucial. It's, it's crucial because the season is so long. You know, seven months, seven, eight months. You know, it can be so long. And so young people, you know, it's kind of hard for them to focus, especially when, when now they become the focal points of your wins and losses. You know, you know they're going to get the, the 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 pat on the back when you win, and they're going to be criticized when you lose. And then the fatigue that comes along with the season, and then they start focusing on what you can't do and what you can do, more so than ever now, because they know that if they can minimize you, they have a chance. The opposition has a chance of defeating you. Those are all pressures that they're going to have to deal with. So you need a level of veteran experience. The guys to get you through like the world isn't ending because we lost at the buzzer. or The, the world isn't ending because we lost by 30. You know, we still have to go out and play tomorrow and play better, you know, just as hard, not less, but play better and play as hard. And that's something that veteran experience is, is important. But we have to get better, and we have to get better because we have potential. We've got some young players already, as Campy's mentioned, already here. We just need some pieces to go with them, and those pieces can be as good as them or better than them. But but uh, Dan has got an open checkbook, Mike, and uh, and he's never shied away from go out there and do make the best deals you can make. Mm-hmm. And that is the key, Mike. You have ownership that's not sitting back on that TV money. He's going out there and saying, do what you have to do to improve your team. Campy, you look at the mix. So what are your thoughts? You've, you've got the veterans. How can they help the young guys who you obviously want to give more playing time to? It's kind of a delicate blend, though, when you're Coach Lou, isn't it? Well, it is a very delicate uh, balance there. But to me, I think it just all starts with, in my opinion, uh, us having, uh, and I think Coach Lou has talked about this quite a bit in terms of having a uh, better offensive system that, makes everybody a part of that system uh, offensively and defensively. And I think if you can put together a system like that, you will allow everybody to grow together. And I know uh, we went through this when I came into the league some years ago where when you have the right combination of guys out there and then you have a system that that feeds that feeds that combination of guys, you can't help but be successful. So, you know, when, when you look at what Coach Lou um, has talked about in terms of just creating a system that's going to have everybody more engaged into the game on both ends of the court, I think we can't help for these guys to develop and to develop the right way because I just believe that, you know, you, it goes back to 
putting these guys in a position to be able to succeed and to build confidence in these guys because they're all young players. And then when you have veterans that are also helping feed their confidence, that is putting you in a position to win basketball games and, and bring these guys along a lot faster. Because, again, when I was a rookie, I came in. I came in with some guys who had been in the league for a while who was who reached out to you to help, that tried to help you uh, build your game, build your confidence. And that is what that combination of having youth and veterans is about is how do you blend these guys together and how do these veterans help create confidence in these younger guys? Who Was there one veteran that kind of, when you look back when you were young and you had that guy that kind of said, settle down there, young fellow, it'll be okay? Is there, is there well, one time you remember? Well, you, you know, when you say settle down, you know, I, I don't think I ever was a, a player who, who lacked confidence. It was just more about just trying to give some direction. You know, Jimmy was one of those guys. You know, we, we had a team full of guys. Jimmy was like that. Jim Brewer was like that. You know, uh, Austin, Footy, and I had a really good relationship that we talked to each other quite a bit. So it helps you put yourself in a better position to succeed going forward. Yeah, and a lot of times if that guy is playing and telling you stuff <laughs> and you're young, yeah, there's a bigger tendency to listen. I did listen to one guy named Tom Washington. And uh, played at Albany State, a Philadelphia guy. Uh, if you really want to know more about him, just talk to Rick Barry. But we have to get better. And Ty Lue, I watched this guy, and Campy's watched him. He is a master with how he approaches defense. He plays percentages, which is more of an analytical thing, and he would slap me for saying analytics. <laughs> but he plays percentages. What can we minimize and what can we stop and what do we have to live with? He's, he's, he's really good at that. And the other thing he's good at is designing offenses. All of his creative skills are going to be tested this season. You can only build confidence, Mike, if you're doing what you do best and you're doing it well. Now, the stuff I don't do well, give me a little more time with that but put me in a position where I can be successful. That's the Belichick theory, right? Right, and, and also, you know, you were talking about Jordan Clarkson. Also, the Belichick theory is, all right, if I have a guy that, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, he's 10 at this. Mm -hmm. Now, he may be 3 or 4, and I'm not, you know, it's something <laughs> else. Right. A, a receiver that, That's you know, he's good, right. in the, he's good in the red zone. He's That's not going right. to run any 80-yard pass routes for me, but he can do this. So I'm going to take that and then try to work around that. We'll talk more about that. We haven't even talked with you guys about the rookie, Colin Sexton. We'll get into that and more. It's Cavs HQ. We'll take a quick timeout on the El Canal Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network. Glad to have you with us on Cavs HQ as, uh, boy, we've gone through this hour so quickly. And it's been a tough, uh, a tough beginning there as we look back a little bit. It's been a tough week. But uh, already moving forward as uh, we talk with Campy Russell and Jim Jones. And, guys, as we've talked about some of the young guys coming back and the veterans and we look at the team and have looked back at the last four years and, and LeBron James and the championship, but we haven't talked about the rookie, the number one pick, Colin Sexton. I know the organization is very high on him, Campy. They just love this kid. They really loved him from the get-go from what I understand. Well, to me, I think it was easy to love a guy like Colin Sexton is the fact that, he brings speed, quickness, toughness, a guy that's willing to play the game on both ends of the court, a guy that had, well, had been put into a situation, uh, in a no-win type situation during, during his college career where his team was playing three on five. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And uh, he came up with 40 points, and he played just such a, a spectacular game that night. It put everybody in position that you really have to take another hard look at this kid because he showed you the type of toughness that he can bring out to the floor, the tenacity that he brought out there on the floor on the defensive side of the ball, and his will. You know, and very seldom do you find young guys that bring a great will to your team. And I think when you look at Colin, that is what I like about him. That is what he's going to bring to this basketball team. Yeah, he played for Avery Johnson, and I always <laughs> thought Avery was a fiery, tough competitor, yes, right, Jim? Yes, yeah. Well, t- I'll tell you what, Avery was the reason he went there. I mean, come on, he's at Alabama. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, football. Football, football territory. Real football, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? Right. <laughs> you know, we're, we're, you know, you know you're, we're both sides of the ball, they're all, they're all going to be drafted every year. Well, last, what, five years? <laughs> five right. out of six years. You know, so that was, a, that, that was a move that surprised a lot of people. But AU, they had known about this kid. Our people had known about him for years. The thing about this kid that I like is uh, can't be touched on it is I like his energy for a young kid he's stubborn cocky and arrogant enough to be really really good Mike because he's not afraid he's not afraid to take chances and that's the one thing I liked mm-hmm. in the guy that left here and went to Boston the thing that I also like about him he has a durable body he has a pro body he's strong he can get his own shot he can play in a system with a catch and shoot. Going back to Avery, Avery <laughs> had him do all of those things, and he likes to defend. You know, if you score on him, he takes it personal, and that's what you want. He's what we call a, a scoring ball handler, based upon how this position, this garbage <laughs> goes. He's a scoring ball handler. He's not the kind of ball handler that's going to come down and get you into your offense, which 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 you'll be able to do based upon the minutes he's going to play, but. He's not Calderone. You see where I'm going? Mm-hmm. He is a scorer. This kid can score points. I don't know how well he shoots, Campy. You're more of a shooter. You could you you could address that. But I know he can score because he can get to the free throw line. He likes contact. He likes to get the bump and play yeah. off of the bump. Go ahead. Well, to me, I, I think it's all about his ability to score. You know, I think, in my opinion, I think um, – the shooting thing has always been overrated because even when I played, I never considered myself as a shooter. I considered myself more as a scorer. And the, the difference between that is a guy who has the ability to put the ball on the floor and get what he wants to get, create uh, pressure on the defense, get to the free throw line, make plays for other guys, and then just so happens as he plays the game and gets more comfortable out there, his shots start falling. Now when all those things come together – you got a hell of a player on your hands, and that is what I see in Sexton, a guy that really brings all the elements necessary to be a great player in our league. And he's begun already with some uh, games in the Las Vegas Summer League. I know next week on our show, Scott Cirilla, who's out in Las Vegas, uh, I know we'll talk with Colin, so we'll get his initial thoughts about what he's been up against. Campy Jim, this has been a lot of fun. Always great to be with you and uh, talk basketball with you and the Cavaliers. And uh, yes. enjoy the summer. And, uh, hey, go Cavs right into the future, right? That's right. It's all about the future. All right, Campy for Campy Russell and Jim Jones, this is Mike Snyder. Have a good night on the Elk and Elk. Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network.